Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Boise, Idaho with my good friend Whitney Hansen of the Money Nerds podcast. She's been in Boise since her college days and loves the outdoor recreation and beer and cider scene. One of her favorite pastimes is floating the river during the summer and hiking the local foothills. And then she has a tip of where you can go to relax in the natural hot springs just outside the city. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Boise. Let's start the show. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Whether I'm traveling for business or pleasure, it's important to have clothes that make me look good and feel great. I wear Bluffworks jeans, slacks, dress shirts, and blazers because they're wrinkle-free and are designed for the modern traveler. And if they get dirty, I quick spin in the washing machine and they're good as new. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash bluffworks for a special offer and select from the latest styles so you can stay wrinkle-free when you travel. Hey, Whitney, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I am so good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Definitely. Uh, You know, there's been a lot of people that have been talking about moving to Boise and have been talking about all the great things to do there. And so I had to bring you on the show to talk about it. It's a pretty sweet city. I'm not going to lie. I think our rate at one point I was looking, I think last year we were at two and a half percent growth rate, which is crazy high. So yeah, there's a ton of people that are liking this city and moving here from mostly California, but from really everywhere. So it's, it's been good. Awesome. Awesome. So what brought you to the city or what's your connection to Boise? Yeah. So I grew up in Idaho always, but I was about two hours away in a really small farming city of 10,000 people. I don't recommend people go there, (laughs) (laughs) but it was college that brought me here. So Boise State University, I went here for undergrad and for my master's and just really love the city. It's a really great place. So I stuck around. Nice. Well, obviously you graduated and so, so you didn't have to stay there. So what kept you there? Honestly, what kept me here is the quality of life. I travel quite a bit. We were talking a little bit too about how we both like to travel and go to all the cool places. I've been a lot of places, but for some reason, Boise just always feels like home for me. And maybe it's because I've been here for so long. I'm not quite sure, but it's it's just that feeling. Every time I get here, I just get so excited and I just feel at peace. I know that sounds cheesy, but for me, that's why I like it so much. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with being cheesy. I'm a dad, so I have tons <laughs> of cheesy jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Get keen of dad jokes, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you've been there for a number of years now. What would you say is like the one or two words that to describe the city or the people of Boise? Yeah. So what I've been told from other people, which I think is probably a better testament, is that everybody describes the city as being very friendly, that the people are just so friendly. You can go to the grocery store and people in the lines will talk to you and just get to know you a little bit. And for people that aren't from here, they think that's so weird, but friendly is probably the best word. Nice. I used to live in LA and we didn't have time to be friendly. Everybody's like rushing, you know, there's like so much traffic and everything like that. And it's kind of refreshing to be outside of those areas where you can actually have time to sit and talk and and make new friends. It's so great. Yeah. That is one of the big perks here is that we are very, very friendly. Right on. So when I think of Idaho, obviously you think of potatoes, right? And, (laughs) And you think of snow. What's the weather like there? Are there certain times of the year that people should visit? What's your recommendation? Yeah. So this has been really interesting for us. So typically Idaho does get quite a bit of snow, but Boise is in a valley. So we've got mountains surrounding us. And because of that, our winters have lately been very, very mild. So I think this recent winter we had maybe two snowstorms. That's it. And it didn't even stick. So it was really crazy, but it gets really hot in the summers 
we're talking like 90 to 100 degrees and it's very dry climate. So bring a lot of lotion if you come here because it does get really, (laughs) it's pretty rough sometimes. But overall, I think the best times to visit would be late spring. So late March, April is so good. And then the falls here are beautiful. We've got a river that runs right in the middle of the city. Uh And so we've got this little walk called the Green Belt. And that is like the best time in the world. I love just walking along the green belt with all the leaves and all the colors and just seeing the river and all the animals. And uh, it's just, it's heavenly. It really is so great. That sounds so pretty. It really is. So are there any sort of festivals or concerts, affairs, anything like that, that happen throughout the year that people really shouldn't miss? Mm -hmm. We've got quite a few. So one of the more fun events is in the summer. It's the Botanical Gardens. They kind of shut down in, in the evenings and they do concerts. And so you just like pull up a blanket, set it on the ground, bring your glass of wine, have like a little picnic and just listen to all the concerts. So that's a really popular one. That one takes place over, I want to say like two to three months. Okay. The Idaho Shakespeare Festival is amazing here as well. So we have a beautiful venue where you have to drive like, I don't know, 10 minutes outside of the city. It's really not too bad. And then you, same type of thing, just listen to all the shows. We have Tree Fort, which is a huge music festival. It's really quirky. It's just so engaging. So basically the whole city gathers around all of our events and it's very community focused. So it's like they'll close down the streets and you can just like go chill and grab drinks and listen to music. And it's very normal here for a community to be completely involved in the event. So it's really a good feel. So there's a couple of things that you mentioned there that, that kind of stuck out to me. Uh, one, and maybe I'm going to sound like an alcoholic here, but uh, <laughs> you mentioned drinks and things like that. Some cities yeah. are different than others. Is it okay to walk around carrying a drink or uh, is it just basically kind of keep it on the down low when you're there at the park? Yeah, yeah. So basically not appropriate here, but during the events, if it's designated areas, they're very okay with that. Okay. And the cool thing, speaking of drinks that makes Boise really unique is we have a huge craft beer scene and we also have a lot of cideries. So if you don't like beer, but you like cider, there are some killer places where you can go to get cider and craft beer. I swear it's like on every single block downtown. So it's really fun to see all these little local breweries popping up. Well, that's perfect. I mean, and I I love when we travel around the world, sampling the the local brews from the cities because every place has their own little slant on it and Mm -hmm. really kind of just helps create and solidify those memories. Yeah, it's pretty great. And it's just fun to see most of the businesses put their personality into it. So when you go to a local brewery, you get to read about their story of why are they actually doing what they do? What makes them different? So I think that piece is just really fun. There's a big push in Boise specifically about buying local. And so that is just another just theme of the city. So it's really very community focused. You also mentioned driving. Is Boise like a driving town or do you, is public transportation good or do you just take an Uber to get around? Yeah, yeah. Great question. So most people that come here, you're going to need a car. You definitely need to rent a car because it's public transport. It exists in Boise, but it's not as great. So you definitely want to do that. Uber is everywhere. Lyft is everywhere. So you'd be fine with that. But it's so easy to drive around here that even our downtown, I mean, you mentioned LA, it's night and day difference. It's really not that bad to drive around. Hey, anytime there's no traffic, I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) But okay. So if you're going to rent a car, but what's the parking situation like? Some places like back in LA, they charge $35, $40 a day or more. All the hotels charge, things of that nature. Is there good public parking that's free and abundant or is it something like that where you have to be careful of where you park? Yeah, yeah, definitely not that expensive. So we've got a lot of different parking garages downtown. So those ones you can park, I think it's 10 or 15 bucks per day. So it's really not too bad. 
all of the parking garages give you one hour for free. And then the next hour is $2 and 50 cents. No, that's not bad. No, it's pretty reasonable. I think it's after 5 PM on the evenings, all of the metered parking along the streets, it's all free. So I was just downtown not that long ago and parked my car at 8 PM and got to park the entire night for free. So it's really, really accessible. That's great. And then obviously if you're going to have a car, then one of the things I like to do when I, when I go to places to have snow is go snowboarding and things like that. Are there local mountains nearby to go snowboarding? Yeah, great question. We have what's called Bogus Basin and Bogus Basin is our ski area. So it's not really quite a resort, but that's what they call it. So you can drive up there. I think it takes like 35 minutes to get up there from downtown Boise. And the passes are reasonably priced. I want to say $50 per day last time I checked. So it's not bad at all. And the mountains are good. It's really great skiing, really good snowboarding. But if you want something that's a little bit bigger and a little bit different, about two hours away, we have Tamarack Resort, which is amazing. It's really pretty. We have Brundage, which is about two hours away. We are really close to Sun Valley, which is probably another two hours away. So you're by some really amazing ski resorts. So if that's the style you're going for, gosh, there's plenty of options. Nice. And then so when people are coming into Boise, I think in the notes you mentioned that the the airport isn't that good to fly into. (laughs) No. So whenever I hear people talk about their, you know, nonstop flights, I'm like, what is this world? So (laughs) Boise is, it's fine. I was actually reading just this week about our cancellation stats and we are some of the lowest in the country. So that's a good thing. They rarely cancel flights. It's just kind of a pain in the butt. You have to hop around anytime you live in a smaller city that's a little bit more metropolitan. We're not quite there. We're not Seattle or Portland style yet. So you do have to hop around to probably PDX or Seattle or even Salt Lake. Okay. That's no worries. I I fly Southwest all the time and I'm used to having to stop someplace (laughs) along the way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not terrible, but it's a small airport. So just to give you guys some context, if you do come here and you're like, how early do I need to be to the airport? Probably honestly, like an hour and a half is fine. And that's probably plenty. Okay. All right. I'm usually a lot less than that. Unless there's a good lounge that I want to hang mm-hmm. out in for a little while with TSA pre-check and, and global entry and, <laughs> and clear yeah. and things like that. Like just zooming right in there and like just in time, right before the, the, the plane right. lands. Like they're waiting for you. It makes you feel important, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I'm stuck in the middle seat about 30 rows oh. back. So, so that, that part's, that's not too happy. No. So you mentioned that the Boise is like a, a really like an outdoor town. Uh, there's a lot of like trails and things of that nature, right? Yeah, it's hugely outdoor. I'd say that's one of the biggest perks about Boise itself. I mean, Idaho in general is very outdoorsy, but Boise, the city, because we're in the valley, we have foothills everywhere. So tons of mountain biking, lots of hiking, and this is all accessible within a 15-minute car ride. So it's really not bad at all. The foothills, to give you guys some context, it's drier, but it's still beautiful. It really is. One of the more popular hikes in Boise is what we call it Table Rock. So I think it's about a mile and a half. You hike up. It's moderately steep. It's not too bad of a trail. But at the very top of the overlook, there's a cross up there that lights up at night too. So it's really pretty. Uh And then from there, you can just overlook and see everything in the city. It is a gorgeous view. It's absolutely stunning. The sunsets up there are unreal. But that's one of the big perks is the foothills. And then the second big perk is the river. So we kind of talked a little bit about that. But the river runs right through the middle of Boise. So we have a whitewater surfing area, I guess, where you could rent a surfboard and go surf on the river. It sounds Uh, weird, but it's really fun. That's really cool. Yeah, kind of weird. And then the second piece is in the summers, once the water level gets a little bit lower, 
you will see tons of people just floating down the river in tubes and just lazily going <laughs> along. It's like the greatest feeling ever. It's such a cool place. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, when I interviewed Noah Kagan for Austin, he mentioned that they do the kind of the same thing. They float down the river, float in the lake. <laughs> you know, you got your cooler, you got your inner tube and just chilling. Oh, it's the best. It's so relaxing. You think it would be maybe a little bit more liberating, but it's not. This style of rafting is super chill, but we do have some world-class rafting. If you are into that, that's 45 minutes outside of the city. Oh yeah. That's totally doable. Yeah. It's all very accessible here. Right on. So when people come into Boise, are there certain areas of town where they should kind of focus as far as booking a hotel? Yeah, I would say if you want to be in the action, you want to be into like the livelihood and the the really great restaurants, you definitely want to be in either downtown Boise or an area called Hyde Park. So Hyde Park is just a little street. It's super cute. It's old buildings, very quaint, just has a really charming feel. So both of those areas are completely fine and they're both really close to each other too. But that's probably where I would stay. Okay, cool. And so now that we figured out where we're going to stay, let's talk about the food. You know, every different place I interview, they have some cool little things as far as like local restaurants that have just amazing food. And so I'm sure Boise has some really good ones as well. We have some wonderful food. One of the cool things about Boise is we have a ton of immigrants coming in. And because of that, we have just this really amazing cultural dishes that come from all different cultures. And it's just a like a mesh of awesomeness. It's so great. And one of the cool pieces is we have a huge community of Basque population. So because we have so many people from the Basque region, we have what's called the Basque market area. So it's like a block of Boise. And on Fridays, they will close down the street, that little section of the street, and bring out the huge paella pans and just make fresh paella. You can walk by, you can watch. It's a huge pan. And basically, you barely get a chance to get it because it goes so quickly. It's so popular. (laughs) So you have to like run there, grab your plate, pay for your dish and get your dish of paella. It's incredible. So that's one of the really good ones. My wife, like her mom's side of the family is like from Basque in Spain. No way. Yeah. And she loves like lamb and paella and all the other good food that the Basque people make. And so So when she hears this episode, she's going to want us to book a trip to Boise right away. It's cool. They have a Basque museum too on that same block. That's really fun. So yeah, it's a good feel, but that's one of the best ones. And then my personal favorite restaurant, I'm a little bit biased, but I love Fork. Fork is not quite truly farm to table, but it's as close as you're going to get for here. Okay. And they have what's called an urban burger. I don't know what makes it so amazing, but this is like the best burger I've ever had in my life. (laughs) It is so good. It's burger and bacon and cheese. And it's incredible. Like the, I don't even, it's just so good. And then the other dish they have is called a Bam Sammy. It's like a avocado BLT, essentially. And that is so dang good, too, with their Parmesan fries. Right on. Both of those sound really good. It's it's almost lunchtime here when we're recording. (laughs) And um, you're making my mouth water right now. Yeah, dangerous, right? (laughs) (laughs) So like you said, that there's a lot of different immigrants that are moving in the area. So they're bringing a lot of the different flavors from around the world into Boise. Are there any others that uh, that you really like? So for a while, they're actually rebuilding this, but kind of a sad story. So there was a strip mall that was essentially all international market. So a lot of the, because entrepreneurship is so important here and the startup community is pretty good. We had a lot of restaurateurs that wanted to start their own place and share their culture with everyone. So this little strip mall, the international market was a place where they could rent for very, very cheap and sell their dishes and get people to try their culture food. It was amazing. It burned down, which is so sad. 
but I hear that they are rebuilding. So that's just another way in Garden City area is where they're rebuilding, which is it's still in Boise. So they're putting up some another little market where people can go and test their food skills and you can go purchase and test at all these different cuisines. Well, that's great. And it's always nice to be able to support local businesses, you know, especially small ones that are just starting out. You know, they're putting their heart and soul into their business, trying to make a go of it. And if you can if you can help them by supporting them, that's awesome. Just being able it's to do so that. It's so cool. Yeah, it's fun. Another one of the things that my wife really loves is coffee. And you've said that there's some really amazing coffee shops in Boise. Yeah, I knew I'd love your wife. Yeah, this is <laughs> coffee is my passion. I would rather drink coffee all day than any of the craft beer or the cider. I'm sorry for those of you that love that. But there are some really great places. So one of my favorite places to go is called Foreman Function. It's downtown Boise. It has a very cute kind of urban feel, but their coffee is amazing. It's very smooth. So that's one of my go-to places. And then the second go-to place that I would totally recommend is called the District Coffee House. It used to be affiliated with the Christian Church, one of the churches here, and they have since separated, but it still has a really good vibe and a very chill environment. They still have some church events there as well. So if you if you are a church goer, that could be a good place where you can go and have some like local concerts and drink great coffee. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good to have like a little bit of both the community aspect as well as like the food and, and drink aspect. So kind of mm-hmm. merging those together just really brings the community together. Yeah, it's been good. I enjoy it. I know that uh, you also mentioned if we're in Boise and we have a car, there's some other things that are just outside of town. Like you said that there's also some wineries that you can go visit. Yeah. Okay. So get this crazy story. I was in Italy drinking amazing wine and just chatting and a gal next to us was a wine connoisseur. We told her where we were from, from Boise, Idaho. And she just stopped and she's like, Boise, Idaho has some of the best wine in the entire nation. What? I didn't know this was a thing. So I was told that we have some of the best wine because of our soil here, I guess. Okay. Okay. Not a wine person. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt. (laughs) Yeah. I won't tell my friends in Napa what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe do. Maybe (laughs) you'll you'll look cool. I don't know. There you go. So that's what I've been told is that some of the wineries here are just incredible. So they are about 30 to 45 minute drive outside of the city. And you can sit on these gorgeous just vistas that overlook everything and just drink a really great glass of wine for five bucks. Is there certain like varietals of wine that are really popular there? Probably, but I couldn't tell you what they are. <laughs> okay. That's okay. It's like red or white and it's all liquid and it's all good, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Exactly the case. I'm like, are, are there varieties? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> so we've kind of explored around. We've, we've uh, got our workout in by doing some hiking and maybe going on the river and things like that. We kind of satisfied our hunger by just some of the amazing food, like the Basque uh, food and, and the coffee and everything else. Now it's time to chill a little bit. And I think you said that there's also some hot springs that are just awesome places to go like relax and and chill, right? They're the best. So if you are on a really tight budget and you don't want to pay for a commercial hot springs, which we have those as well, you can drive about an hour and a half into the mountains into this little city called Cascade. And so Cascade, there's a hot springs there that's called Trail Creek Hot Springs. It's right off the highway. You hike down maybe, I don't know, 50 or 60 feet if that hike down into this little river area and you can just chill in the hot springs for free. And the cool thing about Idaho is because we are so close to Yellowstone and the the volcanic activity, we have a lot of geothermal energy here. So because of that, our hot springs are incredible and they're just natural. You can just find them right off of the road. It's so, so great. And so if you do choose to go to the hot springs, because it is so popular here, go either really early or really late. So that way you don't feel like you're climbing over people. 
Yeah. As awesome as it is to go in the hot springs, you don't want to be like sitting shoulder to shoulder with like somebody <laughs> from like some random person from wherever, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, and some of the two, the more remote ones are, are nude hot springs. So that's like the last thing you want to do is be buddying up next to somebody. Else. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. We need like an arm's length distance, please. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a line there, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. Well, Whitney, it's awesome like, learning all about Boise. Like I said, my wife is going to want to book a trip as soon as she hears the, the episode. But we're going to have a lot more in the show notes from all the different awesome things that you shared. But now it's time for the final countdown. So if a traveler only had time for one meal in Boise, where should they go and what should they eat? Okay, I'm going to have to go with the Urban Burger. And if you don't eat meat, then get, oh my goodness, probably the Bam Sammy without the bacon. It will still be amazing. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a total carnivore, so I, I'm all about the bacon and everything else. <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so you've lived there for a number of years now. Uh, what's one of your most memorable stories of living in Boise? So there's two that really stood out to me that I thought were pretty cool. And Boise and Idaho in general is very much a red state. So that can be a turnoff for a lot of people. But Boise tends to be a little bit more liberal in some ways. So if that's what you're looking for, it's good. Kind of purple, I guess. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you're right. So one of the cool things that I thought was so amazing about Boise specifically is when we had all of the women's marches, Boise actually had one of the largest women's marches in the entire nation. So I thought that was really awesome. Yeah. One of my personal favorite memories of Boise is just in the fall when the leaves change and you can just walk on the green belt with a cup of coffee and just be. That's my favorite thing. No, that sounds wonderful. All I know is I'm going to keep that memory in my head right now, uh, the picture that you just said. And when I get stressed out, I'm going to think about cruising down like the, the walkway there <laughs> with a cup right. of coffee. I won't be drinking coffee. Maybe I'll have a coffee mug with like a like a little beer in it or something and pretend it's coffee. But <laughs> uh, it sounds wonderful. So speaking of happy moments, where's the happiest happy hour in Boise? Oh, we've got some good ones. My personal favorite is a little bar called Amsterdam. And it's a very fun bar. It feels clean and classy and not too off-putting, though. So that one, they have between four and six, I believe. Their cocktails are all half off. So you can get an incredible hot or cold coffee-type beer cocktail. And it's so good. And it's, I think, $5. That sounds good to me. <laughs> Slap That's down a 20 and get four of them for you and your friends. Right? I know. <laughs> right on. So one of the things I always love doing whenever I travel is eating pepperoni pizzas. So where's the best pepperoni pizza in Boise? The best pepperoni pizza is probably at a place called Pie Hole. There are two locations, but Pie Hole is really thin crust pizza that is absolutely amazing. I think it's two, three bucks a slice. And I would challenge you. I, I love pepperoni pizza too, but one of my favorites there is the bacon potato ranch oh. pizza. Just try it. It's incredible. Okay, I'm like trying to picture in my mind. Okay, so you got bacon, you got potato and ranch. So it's, it's almost like a baked potato on top of a pizza, basically. Kind of. Okay. It is heavenly though. Right on. Well, well, Whitney, I really appreciate you being on the show. You've shared so many wonderful things about, about Boise and about the surrounding areas in Idaho. Tell the audience a little bit about yourself and where they can find you. Yeah, thank you. So I'm a weekend adventurer is what I like to call myself. So if you are interested in just following along some of my weekend adventures and checking out some of Boise's scenery and Idaho scenery in general, I'm on Instagram at Whitney underscore Hanson underscore co. So that's where you can follow some of the adventures. But what I do full time is I'm a financial coach and podcaster myself. So you can come hang out with me, learn a little bit about money, talk about all the fun things about money and the not so fun things. And I do that at the Money Nerds podcast is where I'm hanging out quite a bit these days. Awesome. And how often does your podcast come out? 
I just started my third episode per week. Nice. Well, three episodes a week. That's a lot of content there. It is a lot, but it's worth it. It's fun. No, absolutely. No, I mean, I think that anytime you get an opportunity where somebody that is really knowledgeable, has a good personality, and just has like a a cool vibe to it, it's a perfect way to do some errands, you know, running around, uh, doing a little exercise. Having you in our ear sounds great three days a week. It's pretty good. I do my two of my episodes per week are really short because I know people are they're short on time. So I do two of my episodes are less than 10 minutes every single time. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so we got something for everybody at that point. Yeah, exactly. Well, cool. Well, Whitney, what we're going to do is we're going to have all these links in the show notes. So if anybody wants to follow you, they can do that there. No problem. And again, thank you for being on the show. And we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Thank you. I am so excited. When you do travel, let me know and we'll take you on some good tours. I've been wanting to visit Idaho to snowboard in the winter. But after speaking with Whitney, I need to plan a trip for the late summertime as well. It'll be so much fun to hike the trails, float down the river, and relax in the hot springs with some friends. It's no wonder that so many of my friends are thinking of moving to Idaho. And I know that Anna will be so excited to go with me, so that way we can eat at the Bass Market and then sample some of the local breweries and cideries. What is your favorite thing you learned about Boise, Idaho? Please let us know in the show notes at wetravelthere.com forward slash Boise, or log into the We Travel There podcast community on Facebook. Join us in the next episode when Clint Proctor, the Wallet Wise Guy, brings us to Daytona Beach, Florida to experience the thrill of NASCAR and watch over 500,000 bikers roll in during Bike Week. Be able to join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share with your friends and tell them what you like most. Make sure you subscribe, that way you don't miss any of your upcoming destinations. Mm-hmm.